0: Fourth episode in our Ten Commandments series here on Devoted Devotions. My name is Tandy, and I pray that we all learn valuable lessons ahead. But before we continue, I do want to apologize for not posting for these past few weeks. Um, I was caught off guard and had to move to an area where um, network was not really stable. I didn't have a reliable connection, so I really do apologize for not uploading and publishing episodes but to make it up to you this episode is going to be a little bit longer than we're used to just because um, there was more time to go into depth um, regarding the certain topics that we go into revelations three verses three remember therefore what you have received and what you have heard Hold on to it and repent. Let's close our eyes as we invite the Holy Spirit to join us. Our Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves to you, submitting our minds, bodies and souls to you, asking that your Holy Spirit might pour into us at this time and that we might not harden our hearts, Father, as you are revealing your will to us. All this we ask in your mighty name, we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen exodus 20 verses 8 to 9 remember the sabbath day by keeping it holy six days shall you labor and do all your work but the seventh day is a sabbath to the lord your god you know when i was called to start this podcast i struggled with what it should be called right um I prayed and prayed and prayed and i wasn't hearing anything from god so what did i do i obviously started brainstorming and because like i was working on um, i needed to work on the album art or the cover art but i couldn't do that until i had a name and so i was playing around with the idea of calling it the set apart ministries because he had impressed on me that like that notion of the need to set aside time for god so it was like something along those lines so this is just a reminder that when god has called you to do something um wait for him to tell you how to do it so today we're going to look at the following concept um holiness a brief history of the sabbath when it is how we keep it why we keep it and the importance of remembering it as this relates to the commandment about rest you could even call this rest education or rested <laughs> uh, I'm just i'm just i'm just having fun with it anyways holiness what does this word mean i've learned the importance of defining words right because ever since the tower of babel human beings have just failed dismally in being able to communicate effectively especially outside of the most high it might seem tedious but words have meanings and when we change the meanings or we don't have the same meaning for the same word then there's room for misunderstandings right so when god tells us what it is then there's no confusion there is understanding there is clarity Okay, so the word holy by definition means something that is sacred, consecrated, purified, or like set apart for a specific purpose, okay? So let's look at a few verses about this. Colossians 3 verses 12. So as those who have been chosen of God, other versions say elected of God, holy and beloved, put on... A heart of compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience this verse is telling us that when god has chosen something it is in fact holy right deuteronomy 7 verses 6 for you are a holy people to the lord your god the lord your god has chosen you to be a holy people for his own possession out of all the people who are on the face of the earth Mm. amen lord amen second chronicles 7 verses 16 for now i have chosen and consecrated this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually listen chosen of god equals holy Isaiah six verses three. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with His glory. This is the only attribute of God that is mentioned three times in a row. This emphasis tells us that that this is the most important thing about Him. He is holy, kadosh in Hebrew, sacred, set apart completely separate from his creation so does this mean that anything that I put aside is holy like if I have a pair of shoes that I only wear on um, special occasions doesn't that make those shoes holy I'm asking this because there are many occasions where people call something holy even though it's not the obvious question that follows is Who chooses what is holy? And if you've been following, you'll know that the answer is Yahweh, the God who created the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in it. So this is one of the most contentious laws in the Bible, right? There's a lot of conflict over this, not because it's confusing or anything, but like it's been so twisted to suit a certain narrative. That is not supported by scripture. It's one of those laws that they point to. When they say the commandments are outdated. Like because we don't need to keep that one anymore. My dear friend. I want to remind you of James 2 verses 10. It says if someone obeys all of God's laws. Except for one. That person is guilty of breaking all of them. The commandments are a package deal. You either strive to keep all of them or you leave them. Because you break one, you've broken all. Basically, you can't pick and choose which commandments you want to keep and which commandments you want to ignore. Romans 7 verses 12 says, So then the law is holy and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. The law is holy because it was chosen by the most high as mentioned earlier we're going to look at the history of the sabbath when it is how and why we keep it and for those who keep the sabbath please don't get too comfortable this is definitely something that you can learn from too i'm not here to give anyone a gold star i'm just here to remind you of how important it is to lean on yah and receive from the holy spirit Okay, so let's look at the history. Where does the Sabbath come from? Like, what is it? What does it mean when lecturers take a sabbatical? Where does this concept come from? When God tells us about the Sabbath, he points to creation as the origin of this commandment, right? In Genesis 2 verses 1 to 2, it says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all the work which he had done. In Hebrew, it says the Sabbath is word 7676, Shabbat, which means to cease to rest. We see this root in the word sabbatical which means to take a break from a particular task. I also thought it was really interesting how the Sabbath is not a noun in Hebrew. It's a verb. It's something that you physically do or don't do. God ceased from his creative work and he made the day holy. He set it apart, not only for himself, but for us too in ad 306 right things began to change when constantine the great became the new emperor he was a very formidable warrior who won many battles this is during the time when there was like um, great tension between the jews and the christians remember the jews persecuted the christians so christians began to distance themselves from the jews Um, church leaders began to devalue the seventh day sabbath in favor of a more popular roman sunday another element that contributed to sunday worship was revealed to be sun worship creeping into the church which led to exalting the day of the sun as a day of worship it was a gradual departure from god's laws over the centuries that people are even shocked when they hear that sunday worship actually has no foundation in the bible A.D. 313, Constantine, he publishes an edict of Milan, establishing Sunday as a day of rest. And this actually had nothing to do with Christianity. This was actually done to honor Apollos, one of the the gods of the time. The edict specifically states, quote, On the venerable day of the sun, let the magistrates and people residing in the cities and let all the workshops be closed, end quote. So during this time, history tells us that the early church would keep both days holy. So they would keep the Sabbath and also keep Sunday. Constantine basically expressed a desire to transfer the solemnity of the Sabbath to Sunday. Now, I think this is a good time to remind us to be vigilant. As you know, I share the information, but it's important to let the Holy Spirit be our guide. It's good to understand why you are doing certain things and where those things come from. Very important so that you don't follow things that, like, you don't follow things blindly. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't end up being led by false doctrines. Like even the days of the week, you know, in the Bible, God gave us numbers. First day, second day, third day, fourth day, fifth day, sixth day, seventh day. But humanity has changed that. All the days of the week actually represent certain deities. You know, it's the day of the sun, the day of the moon um, and all these Greek and Roman gods just look it up the information is there and we spoke about this in the first episode isaiah 14 verses 14 this is a spirit that desires to place itself above the law of god and when you look at daniel 7 verses 25 it says he will speak against the most high and oppress his holy people and try to change the set times and the laws Okay. So just to remind us that this is this is a distortion. We can't even count time properly because of all these distortions. Our New Year begins in winter, but God set the beginning in spring. Even the names of the months don't make sense. September, October, December. October means 8, but it's the 10th month, December means 10 but it's the 12th month why aren't we questioning these things you know but anyways let's fast forward to the 4th century where catholic leaders then enforced sunday worship you can find more information on this if you read about the council of Laodicea. in the 6th century pope gregory rejected the sabbath completely fast forward to the 15th century where there is now a severe penalty for keeping the Sabbath. Many people were slaughtered for holding on to the truth of God's word. 16th century, read up on the Council of Trent. This is where the religious leaders had the audacity to say that tradition is greater than scripture. A very blasphemous statement. Ask yourself, who gave the Constantine, Pope Gregory and all these other leaders who supported this, the authority to make these changes. If God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow then why would he change the Sabbath? Those who follow the Bible keep the Sabbath on the same day that God instructs them to, not anyone else. The Sabbath is mentioned over a hundred times in the Old Testament and over 50 times in the New. But don't just take my word for it. Test the Spirit. Read about these things so you know exactly where the deception comes from. I also would recommend that you read Exodus 31 verses 12 to 18 just to get a full picture of um, this instruction. And for the benefit of those who are interested in finding out more about the Sabbath, I will put out these articles in the description. Okay, so when is the Sabbath? So imagine there are six apples in a bowl that God created for man to eat, right? Then God makes another apple specifically, not only for man to eat, but to be eaten exclusively with him but to be eaten exclusively with him together. There are seven days in a week and the seventh one God has set aside as the day that he will spend in communion with us. It's actually so cool because across cultures, we count time in weeks of seven day cycles. There's no such thing as like 10 day week or a 15 day week even in kosa we call the seventh day umkebelu it means the end or like the last one it reflects the conclusion of that week's cycle it's a day to put aside the worries and the responsibilities of the week and strengthen our relationship with him It's a gift from a God who knows that trying to keep up with this fast-paced 24 by 7 world can be very, very overwhelming and cause burnout to any human being. We need a day of rest. And so, God commands us to rest. He has reserved special blessings for all those who keep his Sabbath holy. We need to get serious about keeping the sabbath holy on the day that the most high had set apart for us to keep god gives us many options in life but choosing which day is holy is not one of them and the thing is though that like we need to keep it holy the way he wants it to be kept holy right he defines what holy is we don't basically the blessings given for obedience require obedience The Sabbath was given to us, but that does not mean it belongs to us. And that's why God refers to them as my Sabbaths. Unlocking the blessing of the Sabbath hinders on us accepting God's requirements for when and how to keep it. God rested on the seventh day and so should we. And for those who keep the Sabbath, this is where I'd like to have your attention. I encourage you to remember 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 and Deuteronomy 12 verses 32. Scripture will correct us and lead us. In my studies about the Sabbath, it became apparent to me that I wasn't keeping it exactly as the Bible instructed it to. Um, I began my sabbath on the evening of the sixth day and ended it on the evening of the seventh day and i found so many cases where this was actually not the case i'll share three examples of this and also talk about the case where the sabbath should be kept like that from evening to evening exodus 16 verses 21 to 22 Each morning, everyone gathered as much as they needed, and when the sun grew hot, it melted away. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much, two omers for each person, and the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses. He said to them, This is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow is to be a day of Sabbath rest a holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you need to bake and boil what you need to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it until the morning. So they saved it until the morning as Moses commanded and it did not stink or get maggots in it. Eat it today, Moses said, because today is a Sabbath to the Lord. You will not find any of it on the ground. Six days you are to gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will not be any these verses show how day is counted tomorrow and till the morning the manner that is kept would not spoil on the same day it would spoil the next day which is tomorrow tomorrow is not considered in the evening right the manner that was not used on the sixth day did not spoil in the morning of the seventh day right on other days unused manna would spoil in the morning therefore like we see that the morning marked the beginning of a new day um and not the evening the next example is found in leviticus 7 verses 15 the meat of their fellowship offering of thanksgiving it's a peace offering right must be eaten on the day it is offered they must leave none of it till morning okay so this peace offering should be eaten on the same day he shall not leave any of it till the morning nothing was to be left off for the next day which is described as the morning if day began if the next day began in the evening then it would have said to not leave it till the evening the last example of this is in first samuel 19 verses 11 when saul tried to kill david with his javelin right his wife told him that if you don't save your life tonight then tomorrow you shall be slain tomorrow is in the morning tonight and tomorrow are separate They are not 24 hours. I'm sure people are wondering why I'm emphasizing this or why I'm distinguishing between tomorrow and tonight. As I grew up in an Adventist background, I was always taught to view time like that. And so it was amazing that the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. And I'm also here to encourage everyone else to spend time with God because. That's who I lean on for clarity. This means that the Sabbath day is to be kept holy from Sabbath morning to Sabbath evening. So even though the correct day is identified, the timing is a bit off, you know. But where does this error lie? Why are there so many who keep the Sabbath like this? This is revealed in Leviticus 23 verses 27 and verses 32. Verses 27, the 10th day of the 7th month is the day of atonement. Hold a sacred assembly and and deny yourselves. Present a food offering to the Lord. Okay, 32, it is a day of Sabbath rest for you. You must deny yourselves from the evening of the ninth day um, until the following evening you are to observe your Sabbath. Okay, so... This is, this verse showed me where this practice came from. The evening to evening practice was specifically in relation to the Day of Atonement. This is specific to this Sabbath, um, this rest period that God had given. But as I always say, don't take my word for it. Read your Bibles. Now let's look at how. How do we keep the Sabbath? Let's start with Isaiah chapter 58, verses 13. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words. This is a mouthful. This means that on the day of the Lord, it is not our time to kick back and enjoy ourselves. Um, But it's a time to spend time with God, you know. Um, It's a time to be in service. The best example is always Jesus because he spent his life in service. And if there's one day that you should commit yourself to the service or to the work of the Lord, it is the Sabbath day. Day. Nehemiah 10 verses 31. We also promise that if the people of the land should bring any merchandise or grain to be sold on the Sabbath day. Or any other holy day. We refuse to buy it. Okay, so this just marks that there is to be no buying or selling on the Sabbath day. It's a complete break away from or complete separation from like the economic system right mark 3 verses 4 and matthew 12 verses 12 all talk about how it is lawful to do good on the sabbath day this is the one day that you should be a good person you should show love and service you know in service to god exodus 20 verses 10 That talks about how no work is to be done. Remember the example with the apples? We don't get to decide what is holy. But we do get to decide how we treat what God has made holy. The enemy wants nothing more than to convince you to ruin it. To desecrate it. And like the simplest way to ruin something that is holy is to treat it like something common. I know many people who fall into the trap of thinking like just because they've prayed or listened to some gospel music, they have kept the Sabbath. I even know some legalistic Sabbath keepers who think just because like you didn't watch TV or use social media or go out that they've kept the Sabbath. And yes, maybe you cut those things out because like they interrupt your relationship with God. But what are you replacing it with? Like, are you actually spending the day with God? Or do you just get annoyed at how long the sermon was? Are you doing good on his day in service of him? And remember, like many of us were stopped from going to our physical church buildings during the pandemonium. (laughs) But that should never be a deterrent from spending time with God and like please don't get this message mistaken this is not about going to church and marking a register right we've already established that like one can be in the physical church buildings while their hearts are in another place are we actually spending the sabbath day with god are we helping and healing others because that's the example that jesus said are we actually giving up our hearts to him Or we're looking to find people who are not keeping the Sabbath properly. Or we're looking to find people who are not even keeping the Sabbath. You know, this is not what it's about. Is the most exciting part about going to church the fact that you get to wear your Sunday best or whatever? Or the fact that you get to see your friends? And while it's great to be in community with other believers, salvation is not a group project. If being in a church that does not have Jesus as its priority, as its center, then use the Sabbath to reconnect with God, His Son and His Spirit. He will lead you to His work and when you see it, join Him. And please understand that the Sabbath is not limited to going to church on a specific day. This is specifically about time with God. It is not a time to approbate a fantastic preacher or a marvelous singer. It's a time to remember how sinful you are and still find comfort in the Son of the Most High. And yes, the temptation is very strong because it seems like all the fun social events happen on the Sabbath day. But honestly... Failing to keep the Sabbath holy only hurts you. You lose the benefit of a day of rest. You lose the benefit of spending time and building a stronger love relationship with the Most High. And so I encourage you to keep the Sabbath holy. Defend your gift. The Creator has given you permission to regularly rest and focus on Him. Okay, let's look at why we keep the Sabbath. As we read in Genesis 2, verses 1 to 3, it says that God rested from the work that he had done, right? He rested on the seventh day and he blessed it. God blessed the seventh day and he kept it himself. This was not like God resting because he was tired or, you know, It was exhausting. Creating the whole universe is just such a tiring task. But he was setting a perfect example that we are to follow. Exodus 16 verses 4. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people will go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them, whether they walk in my law, or not and so this kind of tells us that the sabbath is also there to prove whether we walk in his law or not revelations 14 verses 7 reminds us to worship him who made the heavens and the earth that is the being that deserves worship that is the being that is worthy of worship. The Sabbath is a sign that reveals who the children of Israel are linked to, right? We worship the creator of everything on the day that he is chosen. And so we use this day to reflect on God. Exodus 31 verses 16. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for generations to come as a lasting covenant this this was to be done perpetually this is to remind us about who our god is and another important thing that stuck out to me was the fact that this is the only commandment we're told to remember we're not told to remember to not kill people we're not told to remember to not commit adultery or anything else but we're told to remember to keep this day holy he tells us this because he knows that we're most likely to forget this he knows that the enemy will try to convince us otherwise he will try to confuse us and try to deceive us and this is why it's important to prepare for the sabbath when when you're preparing for something you're anticipating it right and so You put everything aside so that you don't have so many distractions when it's time to spend time with God. You don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to spend money because you've already made your preparations because the Sabbath is coming. Your time with God is coming. But like, let's talk about the spirit behind this law, right? I think I mentioned it a bit um, earlier, but the Sabbath is not really about the uniqueness of the day, but it's more of a a principle right it points to a greater rest that is only found in christ jesus colossians 2 verses 16 and 17 it says therefore do not judge anyone by what you eat or drink or with regard to any sabbath or a new moon celebration these are shadows of things that were to come The reality, however, is found in Christ. And I know I keep saying this, but God is a spirit. Those who worship him must do so in spirit and in truth. His law is also spiritual. It carries meaning beyond the literal sense with a higher spiritual connotation. The Sabbath represents the kingdom of God. We will never talk idle. And we will have true rest. Not using money represents the end of the, the Babylonian economic system, which won't even exist during the millennium. The millennium, which is a time of the marriage supper, right, of the lamp. See Revelation 19, verses 7 to 9. The Sabbath is not a burden. It is not a burden to rest in Yah, it is not a burden to have 24 hours to realign with Him. Jesus Himself said that the Sabbath is here to meet the needs of the people and not the people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. Mark 2 verse 27 The Sabbath is a blessing if you keep it holy. But unfortunately, you won't be able to experience that blessing if that day is polluted by the world, if those distractions and the worldly pleasures creep into that day, if you spend it pleasing yourself or, you know, going about your own desires and you're not spending time with God, you don't get to have that blessing you know? Everyone can learn from this. If you keep the Sabbath already, you've probably heard things mentioned that operate as a distraction from your time with the Most High. And if you don't keep the Sabbath, then there's a whole new blessing just waiting for you to receive. Time with the Most High. He has given you permission to break away from the world and spend time with Him. And I do want to mention though, similar to the original names and titles of the Most High, one does not have the right to pass judgment on which day another worships on, and in extension, how they worship on that day. I am just sharing the truth of what God's Word says on the matter. Remember, we're not saved by the law, only the Holy Spirit is responsible for those convictions however the lord has made it very clear which day he has sanctified so do not let anyone deceive you as believers we are made holy by a holy god we are set apart from the world to be servants of a holy god we are set apart so we can see god's presence in everything and live our lives as a reflection of a god who is kadosh a god Who is holy, holy, holy. Dear Jesus, we humbly come to you, asking that you might give us the wisdom to discern, the resilience to resist the enemy, and the strength to overcome. May you forgive us for where we fall short, and may you soften our hearts so that we might not harden it to the truth of your word. We give ourselves in submission to you, O Lord. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that we all open our hearts to the word and allow it to transform us so that we can become more like Christ. The word says to test the spirit. Pray about this. If you learned anything new, please do share the episode with a friend or two so that they can also learn and be blessed. In the next episode, we will reflect on the first four commandments as they relate to God. Before we get into the ones about our neighbors. And from your host, Tandy, thank you for listening. Stay blessed.